1: Hello, kids, it's your auntie Kath. Now, as you probably know by now, you might hear words like in this podcast. Oh, and that's one of my favourites. So, if you've got little ears around, you might want to listen another time. Or, if you like, keep playing. They might just learn something. The little... Esteemed deaf pals, now it turns out some of you have been complaining that these episodes aren't long enough. (laughs) Well then, you'll be dying to know that this isn't all of it, you wonderful twits. After you've finished hearing how your favourite guests are going to peg it... They join me over at Six Feet Under to read through your real-life death-related anecdotes. Honestly, it looks so bang average, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Sometimes I lie awake
2: thinking about the ones we gave away. Oh. oh, my
1: gosh. I will
2: live with that for the rest of my life.
1: For just 3 99 a month, you get all that and every episode completely ad-free. So, as the Grim Reaper says, get on with it and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or head to... Where there's a will, there's a for details. Right, let's get cracking. Hello, I'm Kathy Burke, and welcome back to this undesirable dive in the podcast chasm, a place where everything you want online is out of stock, and your credit card details get rejected anyway. <coughs> so you have to start all over a fucking again. Brilliant. And even if you do manage to order what you want, and this is what really gets on my fucking tits, they'll tell you when it's arriving. You'll be there waiting for your parcel, and then they don't even knock at the fucking door. They'll pop a stupid little note from the box and say, Ooh, I'm so sorry, I missed you. Come and collect it at the depot in Timbuk fucking too. Postman Pat, he's Postman Trap more like. <coughs> Just the cat can fuck off and all. Anyway, welcome to. Where there's a will, there's a wake. Whilst we tiptoe towards our terminal breaths. It's time to welcome another victim to my dungeon of doom. While some podcasts feature a couple of great buddies having a laugh, in this podcast, I'm the one that gets to have a laugh while a very funny person tells me how they want to spend their final moments. And today, splitting my sides, is the very wonderful... Phil Wang! Hi. Hi, Kathy. So good to be here.
2: You know, I've heard my name said in a lot of different ways, and that is the first one of, of the ph variety.
1: for ph yeah, yeah, that's our lovely Rathbones who do our jingles. Yeah.
2: Usually it's the Wang that's repeated. Um oh, of course. Not ph 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 how are you anyway, young man? I'm well, thanks. I'm 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 good. I'm all the better for for being here and seeing you. I, yeah, I can't wait to die. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about. Uh, yeah, I'm all right. Um, I got a I rece- received I received a wonton soup this week. that had no wontons in it, so I'm kind of re- reeling from that.
1: I, I mean, how on earth can I, that bloody happen? I don't
2: know. It turned up. I ordered it online on arrived and i just i very excitedly opened the the tub yeah. poured it into my bowl and just slosh 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 here it comes i'm thinking here come the flip plops, yeah yeah of the delicious wontons and then they never came and i looked into the bottom of it like a cartoon character and there was no wontons <laughs> in it
1: so what did you do did you well, complain yeah so
2: you, on the app you can say this was wrong yeah but then you have to submit a picture of proof right so then i was just then i had so i just took a photo of a a bowl of soup in my <laughs> flat. I guess there's a, a soup guy and a wonton guy, and the wonton oh. guy was
1: off. Yeah, the wonton guy was uh wanting the sack. Maybe. <laughs> wanton the sack. Wonton the sack. <laughs> so filly filly wang wang. Well, I love saying that actually, filly filly wang wang. Yeah, it's incredible that's... how 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 popular it is to say. <laughs>
2: Like, this is the first time we've ever met, and you greeted me earlier saying, ah,
1: Philly Philip Wang why?" Yes, yes. very peculiar for me. We were both late this morning, listener. Actually, because... I wasn't. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I I <don't, laughs> I'm not going to be thrown under the bus <laughs> with you, Cathy. Well, even if you were thrown under the bus, you'd be fine, because the bus wasn't <laughs> fucking moving, babe. So, it was very frustrating this morning. So, that's why I was quite pleased about the intro that wonderful goddess Katie had written, because... Little did she know that I wanted to get all my frustration out, so I was able to get it out with your wonderful intro this morning. Yeah, it was brilliant.
2: I I could really
1: feel the anger. I was living. It was flowing out of you. Baby. So, well, you've just finished a tour. You've got a new tour coming up, though, haven't you, in 2024?
2: Oh, no. Well, I've finished off the bulk of the tour now. I've just got um, two stragglers in February um, Ah. in Northampton and then the Apollo. In London. That's my big one. My big my big finisher is the Apollo.
1: Amazing. And yeah. are there still tickets available for both? There are tickets galore. All right.
2: Tuck in. <laughs> plenty ready for the Christmas season. Fill there- up stockings with tickets
1: to my show. Well, there you go, people of Northampton and people of London. And also, um, I just listened to your wonderful book Side Splitter. that's a couple of years old though isn't it now Phil yeah those I uh, finished that as of as lockdown was wrapping
2: up I was finishing that so that was end of 2021 uh-huh. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but then the paperback came out last year and it's nice to have something out there that just sort of tick, ticks along, you know? Yeah. That people
1: can sort of pick up at any any point, you know? That's it. I um, really, um, yeah, I'm thrilled
2: you you listened to it.
1: Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I listened to the audio and uh, I loved it. I really loved it. It really made me laugh. Um, I actually find it quite moving at times as well. Oh, great. So That's exactly what I wanted. See? There's a good plug. So, darling, before we hear all the details about your ideal death in this fantasy world... We know you're a big foodie, so we would like to know what was your.
2: The
3: supper. <laughs> mm.
2: Yeah, I love my food. Mm-hmm. And my final meal is something I think about a lot. Because, um, you guys, you have to choose between like extravagance or comfort right yes, do you yes. go for a full blowout expensive you know the finest wines and the finest cut of kobe beef and, or do you go for something comforting and i think i think i'm what i'm going to go for is for my last supper is a uh, a service station kfc
1: oh fuck <laughs> okay i
2: love kfc yeah yeah i love kfc and going on tour in the uk i discovered that the best kfc is in service stations oh. because they have the highest churn of customer because people are just trickling in all the time coming right. in and eating chicken. So the chicken's always hot. It's always fresh. Oh. They're always cooking. In the city, you go to the KFC in the city, you might be sitting, you have been sitting there for a couple of hours. Ooh. But in a service station, it's piping hot fresh every time. And what makes it a great final meal is it's delicious while you're eating it. But by the end, you actually want to die. Oh, really. So have. it's ideal for a final meal. Yeah, it you, sound
1: perfect. With a
2: belly full of KFC fried chicken, yeah. you, you you beg for death.
1: Now, do you get any sides? Because I don't really understand. Uh, I've been a veggie. Um, ah. I, know, I don't spit. I've been a veggie <laughs> for about well, nearly forty fucking years. For wow. Me. Yeah, babe. that's amazing. And, great good. So the last time I tried to KFC, I was probably about 15, 16. It was pretty rank. Really? I remember you used to be able to get corn on the cob. Yeah, you can still uh, get that. Yeah. Vegetarian, something for you to have. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I would order. I would have corn on the cob, chips. So what, what year, if you don't mind I'm not trying
2: to be rude. What year would this have been? Forty years ago, 1983.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, yeah. I've been a veggie since I was 18, and I'm 59 now, babe. amazing. So, um, yeah,
2: yeah. Gosh, 80s KFC. I wonder what that would have been like. Just chickens with shoulder pads. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And mobile phones like bricks (laughs) and neon (laughs) chips.
2: But yeah, KFC, and I pair it with. I like my wine. Oh, I'm quite into. I got into wine recently, yeah. But in kind of like the nerdy kind of way, the same way a, a guy gets into trains. Oh, okay. I got into wine. <laughs> I just like to learn the names and where they've come from. Uh huh. Um, more than drink them, and I'd like it to be uh, in a service station because I've always f- seen service stations as quite mystical places. Uh huh. From when I we I used to grew up in Malaysia. Yeah. My mum's from Stoke, uh, but we grew up in Malaysia until I was 16. But well, from time to time, we come to the UK on visits and, you know, we'd drive around and we'd stop by these service stations and I'd never seen a service station before. I uh-huh. didn't know they existed. Yeah. We don't have them really in Malaysia. It was like an old market town of old and they were like oases to me. And there's also something a little transient, a little, um, a little purgatorial about Yes, about a service station. It's a, it's a space between places, isn't it? Yeah. It's a liminal, liminal place. Yeah, and so I think it's a fitting final spot, well, final meal spot between life and death, because it is the service station
1: between the destinations of life and death. You know what I mean? How beautiful! <laughs> I mean, this place is a little bit like a service station, isn't it? Then I suppose this studio and this. Uh, what the fuck do we call this? Podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How many of these have you done? You still don't know what they're called.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I suppose... But, but the Where There's a Will There's a Wait podcast is a bit... Because we don't know what we are, whether we're a sort of weird limbo ah. between life and death. This you is know it, what I mean? this is it. So yeah. I, like, I like the thought that we're we're like a service station as well. An aural service station. Mm. Absolutely. Ah, <sighs> so now it's time to escalate a little bit. Let's hear all about your the death
3: don't go
1: anywhere we'll be back after this short break so philly philly wang wang mm. it's happened you're dead yeah sorry about that no, how sense. did it happen i've wanted to die this
2: way ever since i saw disney's mulan have you seen Disney's Mulan? No. Okay, it's uh, it's an animated movie about uh, Mulan, who is um, a Chinese traditional Chinese hero, who is a woman who pretends to be a man to join the army to save her father from conscription, and um, and the big baddie in Mulan is Shan Yu, uh-huh. a leader of a a, a a a Mongol horde, a Mongol tribe uh-huh. that's um, trying to invade China. And he's called Shan Yu. And at the end, I mean, spoiler alert, uh, (laughs) the hero wins. And uh, Shan Yu is killed when Mushu, the dragon voiced by Eddie Murphy, Mm. fires, I think it's him, fires a a gigantic firework into Shan Yu. Poof! And it takes Shan Yu up into the sky and it blows up. And it's a very nice way to to kill him off because it's like very Chinesey. Yeah. And ever since I saw that, I've gone, that's how I want to go. Ah. Oh. So I'm going to be strapped to a giant firework yeah. on a platform and fired up into the sky and blown up. Amazing. It, yeah. But I'm going to make a thing out of it. That I'm going to invite my family, my friends, and they're all going to gather around. Uh, we'll be handing out anoraks and
1: (laughs) (laughs) what are the anorex for blood spillage yeah any
2: any any blowback now ideally the (laughs) firework would be designed to burn at high enough temperature that i'm completely incinerated right in one go yeah which which will i will answer probably one of the later questions but uh, i'll be incinerated in one go but you know that we can't be sure of these things there might be a little blowback just in case we're handing out anorex with with you know with like writing on the back like Phil's death 20 question mark question mark yeah Uh, so you know you can wear that around like a concert t-shirt or something um and the the fuse will be long and it um I'll give a little speech while I'm on the platform and when I'm done with the speech whoever my favorite child is um (laughs) will light the fuse yeah and people pull the hoods up and and I'm taken up into the sky and
1: I'm gone See, I think that's fabulous because, yeah. I mean, nowadays you hear people have their ashes put into fireworks. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, mate. You can have your ashes put into a firework and then that can explode. But I love the fact you're cutting out the middle man. Yeah, straight and on. And you're to just the- fucking doing it all in one fell whoosh.
2: That's it, that's it. Yeah. And um, hopefully it's the first of many fireworks. Or maybe it'll be the last. Maybe it starts off, maybe there's already a firework display going on and I'm the big finale.
1: Oh, very good. How wonderful. And it'll be broadcast. Well, of course, because uh, I was going to ask next about the public response to ah, this. yes. So they're going to know before, beforehand that this is going to happen.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think it'll be broadcast on, and, uh, on New Year's Eve. Would, would you like to present? I'll present it. Would you present? I mean, fuck
1: knows how old I'll be if I'm, you know. Well,
2: you're a vegetarian. You're going to outlive me.
1: Well, do you know what? You know what I might do, actually? Let's just keep this nice and fantastical. Yeah. I will do a pre-recorded hologram. Okay. To present. Like Tupac. Your demise. Did Tupac do a pre-recorded hologram?
2: Yeah, well, he, <laughs> there was a hologram of him once at a concert a couple um, of years ago. Yeah, Tupac. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking bonkers. And I've always thought of Kathy uh, Burke and Tupac as one and the same, really. Mate,
1: of course. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I mean, this is hip hop. <laughs> was he hip hop or rap? Um,
2: hip hop. Yeah, I'm, I'm not entirely sure on the difference. I think hip hop is the genre in general. Uh
1: uh-huh. And was he like a really great hip hop artist? But he's do you think?
2: considered one of the greats. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not just
1: because he died in, but, under
2: mysterious circumstances. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. that's added to the legend, of course. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I'd love for you to be there presenting as a sort of Tupac
1: style hologram. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they'd have two because he was very beautiful. That's, yes, that's he sad. was. Yeah, that's sad. Um, but yes, yeah, so I'll be the hologram then, and I'll be presenting this um, on
2: on the TV. So you're presenting to TV.
1: Yeah, the final farewell to Philly Philly Wangman Wang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the, what what is the public's response to this then? That that. You're popping your clogs. I think it'd probably be quite controversial.
2: Yeah. You know, can, are, are, should we be allowing people to do this? Should we be allowing people to strap themselves to be in fireworks and <laughs> fired up into the sky and exploded? it? Um, and, you know, be, it might, maybe it'll be talked about on Question Time. And really? I'd love... I'd, I'm a big fan of... Um, like the culture wars and following the culture wars. Oh, yeah. I, do, I don't take part, but I read about it and yeah. I get really addicted to reading opinion pieces and seeing what people and watching people's online beefs and people shout at each <laughs> other on on talk shows and stuff. Yeah. So I, it would be a dream if my death were to ignite a culture war about whether or not people should be strapped to fireworks and blown up in the sky.
1: Well, I think wonderful because, you know, because um, well we've got Dignitas where yes. people can choose to die when 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 they want to die that's right but it's very um it's not Uh, very accessible you you've got to have a lot of money to be able to do that you see yeah it's not accessible and it's not very fabulous no this is a
2: fabulous way to go and i uh i i want to say you know it would be under the proviso that i knew my time was up you know yes like the doctor said you've got a, a month okay and like this is 29 days into that month you know so like I'm, you know, I'm not cutting anything short, really. Uh-huh. It's, it's under the assumption that I'm, I, I'm, I'm towards the end. Of, I'm in, you know, my winter years. Yeah. And I know I'm about to go. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, yeah. that's, that's a big if. How do I know that? Yeah. But presuming, I'm presuming at this point, technology has reached a point that AI has been able to tell me the exact day and time that I'm going to die. Yes. And so the, the, the night before. Although I've said this is on New Year's Eve, haven't I?
1: You have, hmm. but that's all. Listen, we we, we don't quibble. We <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's it's just a load of it's just a load of bollocks, Phil. Really. <laughs> so it really doesn't matter. And um, but the public response, apart from uh, setting off heated debates all yeah. over the place, oh, um, will they be sad? They will be
2: sad. I, oh, yeah, hopefully they'd be sad. I mean, yeah. you can't be sure of these things. You know, life is a long, life is a long road, and you know. You cross many on that road, and you upset some, you please others. It's hard to know what my tally will be at the end of the road if uh-huh. I please more than I've upset. Um, hopefully, people will 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 miss me, but in a way that they go. It, it wasn't like I had a lot more to give, right? In my final years, are like, okay, this guy is not. <laughs> this guy hasn't done anything good for a while. I, I want people to be like sad that I've gone, but not like. Yeah, so much more. You know, I don't want that. You've you've
1: done everything. You've yeah, achieved everything. Sense, a sense of completion, a sense of like, yeah. yeah. You know. And do you? And what are your ambitions? Do you want to win Oscars? Do you want to win Grammys? Is that all? Everything you would have achieved? Maybe maybe you've won a Grammy for best live stand up.
2: Right. Yeah. You know. I was. Yeah. I mean, ideally, I'd like um, best R and B album.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: planning quite the career pivot <laughs> yes. in a decade or so. He was so versatile. <laughs> My God, we've never uh, had such a versatile person. And you would probably outdo Beyoncé yes, on yeah. getting all that the awards. That is the plan. I'd like to be
2: one of the... Uh, what are they called? There's, there's a term for someone who's won a Tony, a Grammy, an Oscar. Yes,
1: EGOT. EGOT, EGOT. right. EGOT, yes.
2: Yeah, that's an Emmy An Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, a Tony. A Tony. Yeah, and there's like three people who've won one or something. Yes. So I I, I want to get an EGOT, um, and and then I'll be ready to
1: die. Great, an EGOT for your ego, darling. Yes, my ego, EGOT, some awards. And if it did happen right now, which it isn't going to, you're deaf, but who would replace you in your projects? Oh, well, fortunately, there's a man called James Wong. Yes, I like James Wong. Do you know him? I follow him on Twitter. He's a
2: botanist. He's a botanist. He's he's like a genius gardener. He's on yes. Gardener's Question Time all the time. But he's also half Malaysian, half uh, English, just like me. Yes. And I first heard about him when a, f- a friend who's um, a makeup artist for TV said, you know this guy who sounds exactly like you? Um. And she said, James Wong. And she played me a bit of James' voice and he sounds exactly like me.
1: Well, we've just been informed by Goddess Katie that we do have a clip of Mr James Wong. OK. And this is courtesy of our dear friends at Gardener's Question Time. So let's have a Wong and a Wang. Um, <laughs> a wong Wang off. A Wong, a wong Wang off, yeah.
2: <laughs> do you know what's really creepy? If you go to any like actual garden where gardeners are working, they don't dress like that. I mean, he's a couple. He's a couple <laughs> of pictures down yes. from me, but that's pretty close. That is pretty close. What did he actually. say? So could you play that just one more time? I'll what? see if I can get that. Do you know what's really creepy? If you go to any like actual garden where gardeners are working, they yeah. don't dress like that. Do you know what's creepy? If you go to any garden like that, gardeners don't dress like that.
1: There is a similarity. There's a there, there's a timbre. There's, there's, a, there's a very
2: <laughs> similar timbre. So he could he could do my podcast work. for Yes. Sure and any radio radio work, and to be frank, any visual work
1: too. If he pops on the glasses, I don't think anyone will notice. <laughs> He's such a lovely, lovely young man. And I don't know, he tweeted me once a few years ago. I don't know whether, I, I can't remember whether it was him. Was he born in England, though? I think so. Because I think James Wong was born in the same flats that I grew up in. No way! Yeah, guy. Do you say yeah, guy? Yeah, guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so sort of mad, that's isn't, amazing, it? isn't it? That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. How
2: about that? Wow. Well, it's all it's
1: all connections, yeah. So he was a home birth. If I've got was that he? right. Well, he must have because the flats are not a hospital. <laughs> so famously, famously, yeah. Uh,
2: he's a sweet guy. Yes, but I. I so unfortunately, I, I think I have him to to replace me in any work that he's completing.
1: Uh huh. Well, great! I think um, I think lovely James Wong is the perfect replacement. Mm, mm. And now we're going to move on to the funeral. This is an advert from Uber One: a membership to save money on Uber and Uber Eats. Kathy, how do you feel about being a member? Excuse me, big god Ollie. a what? Oh, oh, sorry, oh no, as in having a membership somewhere. Right, well, that depends on what, where and who. Because with Uber One membership, you save money on Uber and Uber Eats. Oh, double whammy, give us the deets. Well, I'm actually a member of this myself. and You get £0 delivery fees and 5% off your Uber Eats orders. You get savings on Uber rides, but also, Cathy, they throw in amazing extra perks, like a year of Disney Plus included when you sign... Sign up for an annual membership, which, as we both know, is great for kids and adults alike. Hang on. Savings on rides, food and TV? That's a triple whammy. It certainly is. And you can become a member for just 5 99 a month, starting with a four-week free trial. Gorgeous. Join Uber One now and save on Uber and
4: Uber Eats. This is an advertisement for BetterHelp Therapy Online. Goddess
1: Charlie, you all right? You look a bit tense. What makes you say that? Well, you're biting your nose and your leg is shaking like a horny chihuahua.
4: Oh, yeah. Now you mention it, I do feel a bit stressed. Come on then, spill the beans to Auntie Kath. What's on your mind? That's the weird thing. I don't actually know. It could be the endless sleepless nights I spend strategising on how I'm going to get a ticket to Glastonbury this year. Or it could be the triple espresso I necked to make sure I didn't fall asleep on the way to work.
1: Blimey, goddess. Whatever it is, you should invest some time in getting to the bottom. Of it.
4: You're right. It's no good letting things fester and get out of control, especially when it's so convenient to talk to therapists now.
1: Ah, you mean our friends at BetterHelp? Precisely.
4: It's entirely online and suited to your schedule. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental
1: health. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash wake. That's Better H E L P dot com slash wake. So, gang, we're having a whale of a time so far, and there's more to come. Phil's sticking around to join us on our bonus podcast, Six Feet Under, where we have a laugh at all your brilliant funeral tales. Uh, I said, Is it is it wrong to ask for change? Because
0: like, why would it be wrong? Yeah, why would really? it be wrong? And he just
2: went, ha, 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 ha. and I was like,
1: ha, 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 ha. That comedian and, making jokes uh, again. Yeah plus you get every episode completely ad free including these main ones hurrah so subscribe on Apple podcasts or head to where there's a, a com for details okay back to the fantasy world so Phil it's happened and now it's the big day of the funeral what we have in what's going on
2: right well now you might have noticed uh, an issue following the um the <laughs> explosion the 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 yeah. firework is that there probably won't be if everything goes to plan there won't be anything to bury yes um which is great that's what i want mm. i'm i'm very I'm very aware of litter all the time i don't like leaving stuff i don't like i don't like unnecessary space being taken up and i feel that way about my body as well uh-huh you know cuz there's only a finite amount of space and there's going to be more and more people so i i, I don't want to just add to the the clutter yeah and so ideally i just i'm just burnt up Um, therefore for the funeral I'll need something that represents me and so before the big firework death I'll commission a little doll of me an action figure kind of doll of me nice and that it will represent me um, in the procession of the funeral Um, and so it'll it'll be in in my in the stead of my body it'll be a little me and it'll be in a tiny coffin but but that coffin will be in a normal size hearse.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: So you so this hearse is driving along and you can look in the window and there's just a tiny a tiny action figure coffin.
1: And I'm imagining that this would have a nice sort of a bit like well Barbie Ken and Wang. That's it. That's because it. Because now it. you could get a little Wang yeah. in And uh, and one of those see-through boxes that those little toys come in. Oh,
2: yes, an action figure box. Oh, a little action figure box. Oh, so instead of a coffin.
1: Yes. Maybe I'll
2: be in that one of them.
1: One of them.
2: And then you know how the action figure always has like maybe on the side there's a a, a weapon or something that they use. Yes. And for me it'll be like a mic stand and a microphone.
1: And a box box. of KFC. Yes.
2: A little bucket of KFC. Oh, adorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, how sweet. Yeah. And that'll be in the the hearse. Um, And... I I think I wouldn't want the funeral to happen in a church. Mm. I'm a big fan of museums and galleries, ah. so I'd like it to happen in a in a museum. Yes, and they've set aside a little podium to put
1: my action figure in. I love any particular museum or galleries. The one that takes your fancy above the others. Oh, the, mm, what
2: my favorite gallery in the world is probably the Musée d'Orsay in Paris. It's the Thinking Man's Louvre. Right. <laughs> if you
1: ask me. Okay, so it's not the one with the big triangle at the front. No,
2: yeah, that's the Louvre. That's the Louvre. The, the big triangle pyramid. The, yeah. the, the Musée d'Orsay is a converted train station, which oh. it's ideal for me. I love a bit of trains. Yeah. And also, you know, as a comedian, you've, you, I've lived half of my life in train stations, so I think it's fitting that I'm, I'm my earthly representative, this action figure, is placed in the Musée d'Orsay. Now, whether or not they'll ex- accept this exhibit is a big if, but as you say... This is, a fantasy. This yeah. is a fantasy yeah of course they will and they set aside a little corner for me next to the monas. yeah and my my action figure is placed on the plinth and people gather around and that that is that is the final resting spot of 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 phil wang as far as the material world is concerned
1: how lovely yeah and um so i'm assuming we we've hired this uh space yes for the day yeah so um Pool bearers. You're not going to need many pool bearers if you're in a tiny little box.
2: I won't need them, but I'll want them. Of course. Yeah, I love them. So, who are they going to be? They will be six professional wrestlers from the golden age of <laughs> WWE. Absolutely. Okay. I was really into professional wrestling <laughs> as a teenager. Yeah. And I'm now sort of. My Instagram algorithm is now just classic wrestling clips because you, you get to a point in your life where you start was nostalgia takes over, right? Yeah. And I've just, for comfort now, I watch old wrestling clips and that's all my algorithm gives me now. And so I'd want uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, Undertaker, and Kane to carry my tiny coffin and they each all have to have a hand on
1: it. Oh, yeah. So I think
2: that'll look amazing for four huge men yeah. to have to carry a
1: tiny, a tiny coffin, you know? And I'm sure all these men, well, I know it, the, Dwayne the Rock has—they've all had action figures made of them. Yeah, themselves. Exactly, so Steve. they get it. They, get they understand. It. Yeah, they know what it's like to nice. become an action figure. Um, what, what about music? Are you going to come into any sort of music? Oh yes. Um, let me let me think. I did. Um, did you something. write it down? I think I did because I can never remember.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um, Everybody by the Backstreet Boys.
1: Everybody, Everybody yeah,
2: yeah. rock your body, just to lift spirits a little.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. just for that reason. Any well, other connections? I, I, to I this? really liked.
2: I really like me and my sisters. Really liked, love the Backstreet Boys uh-huh. when we were kids in Malaysia. We just have the Backstreet Boys on in the car all the time. Yeah, and I think I think it would it would take me back to that place. You know, Everybody by the Backstreet Boys. The sound of Malaysia.
1: It's not a tagline they go with very much, but... <laughs> I think they should. And what about people coming to this funeral? Is there anyone you would really love to show up?
2: Well, I mean, I've already got Stone Cold
1: uh, there. Yeah. Cold Sto- What's he called? Stone Cold. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold my, my, Steve Austin. My,
2: my childhood hero. Ooh. Um, uh, I'd love the great and the good of the comedy world to be there. You know, that'd be a real honour. Yeah. I'd love um, the current cast of Made in Chelsea to be there. Oh, yeah. I just think they're quite funny. I've never watched Made in Chelsea. I haven't either, but I've just started watching this series. Oh, yeah. And they're just, they're, they're so silly. Yeah. I I You know, and I, it's a classic thing of I started watching it ironically, and now I, I, I do really care. You love them. Yeah, like <laughs> I care what happens to Rez and Bella. Yeah. You know? I don't see where that, where that goes. So you just, just
1: started watching this series, so you've not gone back to the beginning to. to no,
2: no, no. no that's, that's too much. Okay. That's too much. No, no one can be expected to do that. Okay. I don't think. But yeah. it'd be great if they were there and if they filmed an episode around it and everyone. And maybe one of them, a couple of them, have a fight at the funeral.
1: Oh yeah, nice. Oh, that'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, if you if you'd come. Well, I'm I'm I, I am there as a hologram. But yeah. this is separate to the fireworks. I suppose. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be another hologram of me, maybe yeah. hovering. I, I su- mean, it's a lot of work for you. Are you okay? I'm all right with it, babe, because I'm dead myself. It's true. It's true. So you know, and I'm sure in this uh, fancy French gallery. Yeah. There is, uh, there's already a portrait of me there, you know. Yes, of course. The Mona Mona Berkey is uh, (laughs) is somewhere on on a wall, you know. Anyone you wouldn't want there, no way can you come to Uh, my funeral. Phil and Holly. I wouldn't want Phil and Holly to
2: turn up. They'd Uh, they'd, they'd skip the queue (laughs) and they'd be annoying and... They'd be like, oh, and Philip would like pretend to cry about it, and and everyone'd be like, bullshit, he doesn't care, yeah, you know, they just make everything so schmaltzy, and the last thing I want is for my for my funeral to be schmaltzy, yeah, you know, and. And Holly will turn around at some point to say to everyone, "Are you okay?" And like, <laughs>
1: fuck off, man! Shut up! That's it. That's gonna haunt her forever. That little "Are you okay?" meme or whatever it's called. Oh dear! Serves them right. Okay, so listen. It's at this point of the serve. It's a loved one might like to say a few words. So, have you got a nuda for us? I have. Um. Uh,
2: I asked my my good friend and fellow podcaster, Pierre Novelli, mm. to do a eulogy. Pierre and I um, have a podcast together called Bud Pod that we've been doing for a couple of years. And uh-huh. it's where we sort of air all our, our thoughts and our grievances and our experiences. And um, he's, he's very um, erudite Pierre and very knowledgeable. And we've known each other for a long time. We met at university. Um, so and we, so we've known each other now for 14 years. Wow. And throughout the comedy journey We've known each other and watched each other. Um, and so I think it'd be very fitting if, if Pierre would say some last words uh, for me. And, well, no, he, I mean, he's presumably not dying. Um, <laughs> it'd be lovely if he said I've not listened to this. So I
1: don't know what he's, what he's said. Well, let's have a listen together.
3: Phil, you always told me that fireworks were good luck. But uh, not always, old friend. Not always. We're here to commemorate a great man, a great comedian, a great friend. Uh, Phil Wang, who um, died peacefully in his sleep, we presume, after being knocked out by the force of the blast of the <laughs> firework he had climbed on. Um, surrounded by friends and family, though, so that's that's good. We were all there watching the, uh, the display he had organized um, under our pressure for a proper Chinese New Year, um, I think. I never know when it is. But normally feels more of a wine indoors guy than a fireworks outside guy. But we we begged him, and he uh, he agreed to do it. And uh, he did die doing what he loved—not not necessarily hosting people <laughs> alone, but also doing another thing he loved, which was um, checking to see if he'd missed out on a ten to fifteen percent. Voluntary discount. I, I, I made the mistake of mentioning. I, uh, I thought I'd seen some fireworks with stickers to that effect on. And God bless him, Phil just climbed aboard to see if the uh, sticker was on the underside, I think. Um, and while he was inspecting the firework, well, it, uh, it launched and
2: uh,
3: oh. <laughs> flew up into the sky there and, uh, well, turned Phil into, uh, into bits. And those bits are the reason why you can see behind me here. The coffin is shaped like a, like a dumpling parcel. It uh, <laughs> seemed like something he would like. We're gonna just uh, pop it into the crematorium afterwards, uh, fried, not steamed. Sorry, Phil. And uh, send him to the big, uh, to the big bu- buffet in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> That's gorgeous. That's really lovely.
2: And a lovely alternate um, idea for, for for the funeral as well. I'd love yes. to be, if there were bits, I'd love to be, yeah, made into dim sum. That's ideal, actually. Mm. That'd be lovely. He's absolutely right. He makes fun of me a lot for working tirelessly to get tiny, tiny discounts <laughs> whilst whilst wasting large sums of money on, on other things. I, I work so hard at getting a little discount. I had a little quarrel this weekend yeah. uh, with a hotel receptionist, um, Because I I, I thought I I should have um, late checkout for free because the Wi-Fi didn't work. And she she said I I'm gonna to have to politely decline. And I did not take that. <laughs> I, I argued until she, she let me have late check out, which was pretty cheap at twenty pounds for a couple yeah, of hours. Yeah. I was like, no, no, I'm owed this because my Wi-Fi didn't work. I will I will fight tooth and claw for small discount. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Anyway.
1: Because in your wonderful book Side Splitter, um, you talk about uh getting air mile points. oh yeah oh, that's an illness i gave myself i don't yeah. know why i did that yeah
2: but if you give me a little number that i can increase yeah i'll i'll do it i'll do it i'll do anything to increase the number even if the number is literally valueless uh-huh i will do anything to increase that little number yeah it's an illness <laughs> and just just pierre mentioning that there might have been fireworks cheaper yes <laughs> it's already made me panic a little
1: uh-huh oh, my chose the wrong one to blow up on
2: yeah I'm, I'm, I've got terrible like choice regret and <sighs> choice paralysis do you have this no I've terrible choice paralysis <laughs> I can't I don't like having options it makes it
1: makes me freak out oh well I'm afraid to say we're going to give you an option oh, now no. we are do you want to be buried or cremated
2: well I suppose this question's already been answered yes um, in, my, in my case That's and um, I'm going to stick with it um, yeah whether it's by firework or more traditional means I, I think cremated is the way to go for me again it's just about i don't like the idea of taking up space unnecessarily mm. not to say that anyone who has been buried is wasting space i just I just don't want to, i just you know I, I don't want that on my 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 post life conscience uh-huh. <laughs> um i'm very very keen on the idea of like rubbing things out, erasing things like even mm. even like online i I'd like delete posts. After a while because I don't like the idea of taking up digital space right necessarily it's all litter to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's all litter Uh-huh, you know what Do you get this? Well, yeah I do I do like things to be a bit tidy and a bit in order.
2: Mm.
1: And I am very much a person like when you see people online and they take a photograph of like their email box and there's something like two thousand five hundred oh, unread emails. Oh, Back I don't to how me, they, how the fuck? How you, do they sleep at night? I know. As soon as a spam comes in, I block, yes. report, yes, delete. delete. Yes, <laughs> the trifecta, the holy trinity. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Report, block, delete. Yes. yes. It's the new reduced Reuse, Recycle as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yes. Don't go anywhere, we'll be back after this
3: short break. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you.
0: You may have heard of the podcast Juicy Scoop. Wondered what it is?
1: And now we move on to The
0: Wheel and the Wake. <laughs>
1: Sorry, that's my it's my favourite bit. Anyway, <laughs> shut up, it's enough about me. Mm. So you've been laid to rest, but what's happening now you're gone? What, what's it gonna be like? A big old jolly or quite a sombre affair? What do you think? I think
2: for sure a big old jolly. You know, it should be a celebration of my life and a celebration of everyone else's lives. Everyone who's who survived me, um, I, uh, it'll be a, a boozy affair. I love a, I love I love a booze. Uh-huh. I wish I didn't.
1: But oh, so, don't give yourself a so time. Nice. You're young. You're allowed to just booze away when you're young. I'm not that young anymore. You are. Oh, you're me. a baby. How old <laughs> are you? You're fucking.
4: I'm
2: 33. Gee whiz, come on. No, I, my, my, my big drinking days are behind me. I have to plan it now. I have
1: to like schedule it. Well, of course. You've got to make sure that you've got a free day the next day. This is it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. To eat loads of KFC. To, <laughs> to so- soak it all yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: I'd like it to be talking about dim sum. It'd be great to have like a big boozy dim sum brunch. That'd be really nice. Mm. And <laughs> as per Pierre's suggestion, one of the dim sums has me in it. Ooh. But there's loads of dim sum, you don't know which one it'll be. Ooh. It's like it's like a roulette kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Which one who's gonna eat the one with my the final piece of fill in it? The final charred remain of a post-firework fill. Which one, which sumai is he in? Mm. Which pork bun is he in? And by the end... This won't be revealed until the end of the branch of Lee. Everyone's eating all this. Dim, 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 dim. Yum, and yummy, yummy, delicious, delicious. Champagne, vintage champagne, whiskey, and wine, and beer, all the all the wonderful stuff in you know, like a proper a dim sum restaurant. And all the dim sums are coming in the steaming carts. Have you been to like a proper dim sum place? Uh-huh. All the steaming carts. Yeah, yeah. And by the end hologram of kathy burke comes up and goes oh again I hope That's everyone a... enjoyed <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got a big you got a big recording day ahead of you i'm, so, I'm sorry about that all right everyone hope you enjoyed the dim sum here here's what well, here's a surprise for you one of them had fell in it and everyone goes ah. and no one knows no no one knows who ate me and because no one knows who ate me in a way everyone ate me
1: i wonder if we'll know who has eaten you because maybe they when they burp, it's it's. Do you have a catchphrase? No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a catchphrase sort of guy? I, I've 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 been saying ooh la la a lot oh. in the last couple of years. Ooh la la. Somebody will burp. Ooh la la. And then uh, we'll know they're the ones that swallowed. Because that's how Quang. meat works,
2: of course. When you when you
1: after you eat beef, you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely! So now you've pegged it, pearly gates. Yeah, because we like to think, you know, it's just a sort of generic heaven. It's not mm-hmm. actual Christian bollocks. Do you know what I mean? So not
2: cloudy, not
1: well. It's sort of how what? you want
2: it to be. Sure,
1: but we're still imagining the pearly gates. Yeah. So who would you like to greet you? At the pearly gates.
2: I would like Leslie Nielsen to greet me.
1: Do you know Leslie Nielsen? <laughs> Do I? Leslie Nielsen knows me. <gasps> well, he did know me. Wow. Even though he didn't know me. Huh? Because he presented a comedy award when I won a comedy no award. Way. At the British Comedy Awards. No way. And... Uh, it's sort of, you can see it on YouTube a lot. I'd love because, to, I'm going to watch that right, well, right after uh, this. Well, I'm very, you know, I made a joke. I said, oh, it's about fucking time, isn't it? I yeah. won this. But the What was the best... Um, be, what, what do you think? Best, best comedian? Best of course. Best just, comedian just just in the, the world. Just the fucking best, fucking the one best, just of the, the best. lot. Just the best. But what was beautiful was that it was Leslie Nielsen <laughs> who was given the award. Wow. But my favourite bit was actually getting up and saying to Leslie you haven't got a fucking clue who I am. And he went, no. And I I went, do you know who anybody is? No. (laughs) So it was sort of lovely to make the great Leslie Nielsen smile. Oh, yeah. Was he a
2: nice guy? He seems like he was a really
1: nice guy. He was lovely. I I was literally in his company for four minutes, ten seconds probably. That's cool. But tell me about your love for Leslie Nielsen. Well, I was fascinated with him as a child. I was really
2: into comedy as a kid. And I think what what I loved so much about him was that he looked so serious and dapper. Yeah. Um, but he was so silly and goofy. And he had this, that amazing sort of slick white hair his entire life. So he, he, it was like he never aged. Yeah. Was like he was always the same age. Oh, that's true. And yeah. which, which gave him a sort of ethereal, godly quality to me. Mm. And so I think he, he would fit in, um, in, a, in, a, in a heavenly setting very, very nicely, you know? So it would be nice to, to meet Leslie Nielsen up there. Behind. At the pearly gates. Yes. How beautiful. So...
1: Are you going to haunt anyone?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd like to haunt. um, I like uh, maybe James Corden (laughs) or (laughs) Phil and Holly again. I like to haunt them a lot. Uh Um, I'd like to haunt anyone who sort of. Oh, I'd like to haunt every uh, regional. Uh, radio host i've ever spoken to okay um <laughs> like you know radio you know lesser show whatever you have because you, when you go on tour you have to talk to the radio hosts yeah and they're all like and i can't stand that energy <laughs> yeah yeah and james Corden also has that energy and i hate any performer or presenter that pretends life is this kind of <laughs> <laughs> i can't stand it and I want them to know life is not like this. Yeah. Demo O'Leary is all right. Demo O'Leary has a kind of seriousness about him. And he's kind of, mm. he, you can kind of tell he knows he's too good for this. And that none of this actually matters.
1: Uh-huh. But anyone who goes, <laughs> I can't, I'm, I'm haunting them until they're dead. <laughs> okay, so we're going to move on to the wheel now. Oh. So, hey, buddy! What do you got? Who's gonna get it? Oh no! James Corden's <laughs> in the building. I couldn't do the actual noise. You did. <laughs> 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 it's
2: kind of cratty, the clown. Yeah, like.
1: it's very cartoony. <laughs> um, so you oh. will stop hitting the microphone. I'm sorry. I'm just so nervous.
2: <laughs> I'd like to give um. I'd like maybe I'll start a, a sort of fund, the the the, the Wang Fund, for um, anyone who thinks they were owed a refund at a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> and if any time you feel like you're hard done by by a hotel, that you know the the bathroom was essentially a wet room, um, you should you should you can apply to my fund and. Um, <laughs> Our team of lawyers will go after the <laughs> hotel to recoup any any money they missed out on. If you ever if you ever buy something and realize it was discounted elsewhere, yeah. the wang fund will help you get that discount no matter how small. And you know what you should call it?
1: The Billy Billy Wang Wang. <laughs> oh, right, because it helps bill. you get the bill. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Billy Billy Wang Wang the Foundation. Billy Billy Wang Wang yeah. Foundation. Yes. So all my money will go to setting up the Billy Billy Wang Wang Foundation. Um to support people who have been wronged in by bills. Amazing. Yeah, that's what I leave my money for.
1: Almost at the end of the episode now, here, Phil. I've I've had such a lovely time. Oh, me too. And um, we need to send you off to the afterlife. But wait, before you snuff it, it's time to croak out your final thoughts. So, what are your
3: famous
2: last words? I um. Well, as I'm strapped to a a firework... Yes. I think it would be natural and fitting for my final words to be, check this out. (laughs) How many people get to have the famous last words, check this out? Check this out. I think it's even funnier if I just die peacefully on my bed. Yeah. If I go,
1: check this out. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's gorgeous. Check
2: this out. There's a sense of, of... control of ownership of your death check this out yeah you know more than i'll miss everyone i tried my best mm-hmm. i see a light forget all that check this out
1: Boo! beautiful yeah and perfect yes perfect way to end the episode thank you so much phil wang this has been an absolute pleasure and uh so listen up I know you hate goodbyes, uh, uh, but luckily it ain't happening yet. Lovely Phil is sticking around over on our subscription podcast, Six Feet Under, where we rifle through your real life death anecdotes. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or head to where there's a will, there's a for details. Thank you again for joining us today, Phil. Wang in there, baby. Wang in there, teacher, oh, Kathy, Thank you. He's going. He's going. <laughs> going <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm so he's gone <laughs> you've been listening to where there's a will there's a wake with me kathy burke my senior producer is charlie morel and my producer is naya dio or as i like to call them my goddesses our engineers are Gill and Matias Torres Solay. Marketing by Kieran Lancini. My production coordinator is lovely Lily Hambly. Music by Jonathan Rathbone. And the executive producer is Ollie Wilson.